this bondage with mediocrity needs to stop at this football club. You don't need to heal. Mom's Get lying. rid of all these bums. He's a bum. Don't tell me he's good at this left wing. He's been team. here for years. Yeah. He's survived how many managers? How? He's shit. Anyway, I digress. I digress. You <laughs> will play. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another week of Reactionary Blues podcast. Here, Modern again for consecutive week review again. So this week I'm joined by Iman, who he makes an, he makes another introduction. So I'm joined with Iman, Timmy. He's back again. Ope wasn't back, wasn't here last week, but he's back, and we got Jeffrey as well. So guys, if you want to introduce yourselves, yo yo, this is my debut. Glad glad to be here. Glad you guys can have me on. Uh, yo guys, what are you saying? Are you good? Yeah, man. Ethan. Hey, yo, people. It's E-Man back again. The biggest Mason Mount stand ever. Like, <laughs> yo, it's William, Timmy. You forgot about me, fam. Hold on, hold on. No, no, let's, on, let's, let's, let's... <laughs> <laughs> hey, William. Hey, it's Timmy. Last week I was thinking about how the weather is sweet, fam, but it's been a difficult week still. But it's all right, fam. <laughs> We jump into that, you know, weather was sweet and I don't know, somehow the weather was even sweeter to be honest because like, started the week, you know, on the Saturday we defeated Man City, everything was good but we jump into that game later because I don't know why, I just remember on Sunday, Sunday watch every game to be honest, like we're like, oh cool, life's calm, then around nine, I'm seeing Super League, What? Some of the TL was thinking, you know what? It might be a good idea. Straight away, I looked at it. I was thinking, no, nah, it can't be. But I was I was just in denial because at the end of the day, like, I didn't even read proper into it. And so now we're going to discuss our views on this Super League. I'll start myself, obviously, after hearing completely what it was. So Super League, this the league that was meant to be about, from what, 15 to 20 clubs, 15 founders, there was already 12. Chelsea, I was disappointed to be... I was disappointed to the fact that we actually introduced ourselves and we actually joined in as a founder. But for me, the reason why I didn't like this league and a lot of people didn't like this league is the fact that there were 15 founders and every founder, no matter what year, he was always going to be there, no matter what. Even if he finished last in the league, even if he finished first or whatever, he would always be there. Money was going to be pumped in only in that league and it was just it was just stupid because the other five teams they would have to qualify within uh, regional um, what's it called uh, they would have to qualify within their league results and I just find that so unfair because at the end of the day the sport is always about the small against the biggest no matter what a sport should be competitive and not not just a league that should be involved just by the big teams in Europe I just find that really, like to be honest I I'm still rattled. That's why I call it a talk. I'm still rattled at the fact that this was actually going to be going. But you know what? Iman, you're already unmuted. So what did you think about the Super League? Um, obviously, I didn't want it to happen. And when I saw, you know, Chelsea were involved, it's like, it's kind of shocking, isn't it? Because that's not what I thought the club was about. So like, like all these owners, just all they care about is money. Um, but I'm happy it's not happening. I was like, for a couple of days, 
um, all I was seeing was Super League, Super League. Got to a point I was just, I got tired of seeing that stupid Super League rubbish, man, breaking away. It's like, I, like the the idea of it sounds, it sounds good, you know, all the big teams in one competition. But me personally, the way I saw it, I I don't know. I don't want to be seeing Chelsea play Barcelona, Real Madrid, all them big teams every week. I don't know. Sometimes I want them little, little, little small teams, you know. Them little away trips to them league one, teams, them co- yeah, you know, something like that. Like playing with Madrid every week, it's just nice, but I don't know, I wouldn't want that. And it's just been a mess for football. Like, think you got deeper, Mourinho got sacked this week, and that's barely a news because this super league nonsense has been taken over. But I'm happy it's not happening there. Um, hopefully, we just move on from this rubbish, but yeah, all right. So we're going to Jeffrey. I know Timmy wants to talk. Timmy's the, he has the same view as me. This, to be honest, I'm sorry, I have to fuck Super League in it, but we're going to Jeffrey first. <laughs> um, so yeah, when when the news first came and I was like reading up on it, I understood, you know, like I know not everyone's happy about it, but I understood like it's like you know, we're the best, we're the main attraction, pay us for it. Do you get it? Like so it was all about the money and uh, I understood the angle. I think the execution of it was the issue. You can't just say, you know, we're the best payer. There's not going to be any relegation. So, you know, every single season from now, we're going to get paid. Any new teams that come in, even if you come and win the Super League, yeah, as a new team, let's say Leicester, they're still not going to make as much money as, like the founding members that have been in the Super League unit, that's where it got a little bit silly and it was like, you know, these big teams are trying to marginalise all the others and whatnot. But yeah, when I first saw it, I, I understood. It's like, you know, if you think you're good at something, if you think you're the best, like you, you want to get paid for it, innit? And I mean, you can see by the reaction of UEFA and whatnot, it's like, if you decided to kick them out of the Champions League, they're just going to start the Super League anyway. But if you, you know, didn't kind of put your foot down, then it's just showing that these these clubs have power. But yeah, glad it happened. Um, feel like it's unfair. And it like, you know, what are other teams really going to compete for? You know, there's only going to be a few spots for the remaining teams in Europe, let alone the Premier League. So, you know, West Ham can do all of this and still might not make it. So, yeah, I think um, in general, the right decision was made. If they want more money, like use UEFA and negotiate with UEFA in it. Like this new Champions League that's coming in 2024, obviously that's going to bring more money in that. But I guess the owners and whatnot just got a little bit greedy. Yeah, I completely agree here on that. The fact that the owners are greedy, to be honest, uh... Coming to the owners again, I really believe that everyone here is in union. You know when you're going to a breakout room, yeah? You don't know no one. You don't know no uh, one, yeah. And you try you try to get that plan on that um on that group work that you gotta do. So next thing you know, someone just talks, yeah. There's no plan, you just talk for no reason. It's the same fact, and the fact that some some owners are saying that this is gonna help football. And how comes this Florentino Barsage here? Yeah? The first thing he comes up with is, ah, uh, this is going to help because, for example, Madrid, uh, we have a depth of... Ah, nah, 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 nah. I'm thinking, 
you're only talking about yourself. Like you didn't. The, the first thing you spoke about was Madrid. If this is about the, every club in the thing in the in the competition, how come you, the first thing you're looking at is your own club? I just find that. Oh, I'm so rattled, man. But yeah, Timmy, give me your views, and then we'll go into up here as well. This might be a monologue, fam. But <laughs> we'll see in it. But um, nah. First, when I first found out on Sunday, I remember just thinking, oh, I've been hearing about this for time. Like this ain't happening. Then all of these lot just started started tweeting out. Oh, look, we've joined this, we've joined that. And then, like, just the next few days, like, I was just sad about football. Like, I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. The fucking cheek of these owners. Like, just to show you how out of touch they are with football. When you're creating a competition, a brand new competition, the first thing that should be on your mind is how do you keep this competitive? For you to miss out, forget, or not want to include something like that, yeah, it just shows you how all of the owners involved in this are so out of touch with football and the sport that they're involved in. They're not, like, they're so out of touch with it. Because if you ask me, a fan, if you ask anybody that knows anything about football, create this competition, what will we come up with? A way of making, of, of, of making um, teams have to compete and making sure teams have to do their best to stay in that competition. Or a way of making sure that the teams that are in the competition have to qualify for it and actually earn it. You're not, you don't become Europe's elite. Arsenal, Tottenham, Barcelona, Real Madrid are not Europe's elite because when football was made, they were just there. They had to earn it. They had to win matches. So for you to come and say now, yeah, that, oh, we're the best teams in Europe. We're the best teams, we're the best teams in Europe. So that's why we can't leave this league. I'm sorry, bro, but just look at the teams that you've included. Ten years ago, you wouldn't have included. You wouldn't have included Man City. You wouldn't have included Tottenham. For twenty years ago, you wouldn't have included Chelsea. You would have probably been included like like an Ajax or something. Or didn't Leverkusen get to one Champions League final? I'm, I'm only twenty one in it, so my memory don't go that far. But you could at the teams that you'd be including twenty years ago. Look at the teams you'd be including ten years ago. Some of the teams that you're including now, AC Milan. Should AC Milan be there? But ten. 15 years ago, of course, AC Milan should be there. But this is what happens when you have to, like, when you actually introduce competition and teams being able to actually earn their spot. You can't build something as Europe's um, competition for Europe's elite and have no way to actually check that or to. to it, it's just a massive, a, a, a massive PR mistake in my opinion. Because looking back here, I don't actually think. It was a terrible idea. All they could have done, yeah, they could have even just added the illusion of competition. Said, oh, we're going to create two leagues, like a Champions League and like a Europa League. The bottom three teams in the Champions League get relegated to the Europa League. Obviously, the bottom three teams isn't good. Like, or, or it could be AC Milan, Arsenal, Tottenham, Calm. But it's not going to be Real Madrid, Barcelona, Inter Milan, Chelsea, Man City. It's not going to be Man United. So you could have created the gone through the effort of creating the illusion. It could have even been not even the twelve clubs that they wanted to, the, the other five or the other six that they were going to add. So it could have been one of them. So you could have actually gone out your way to at least try and fool us as fans that you were going to add some sort of competitive aspect to the to, to the competition. But they didn't even want to go that far. To me, yeah, it's just absolutely disgusting. Like I was reading stuff like Paris saying, "Oh, it would be good for the small clubs." Because now we're going to have money to go and buy their players. I'm sorry, bro, but like, what gives you the right to be able to say, to, to be able to say, now nah, we're doing you a favour because now we can come and buy your players. 
and I know it, it, like, I was so many levels that it just pisses me off like how do you expect other clubs to be fine with you receiving this big sum of money that you, only you have access to because and it's guaranteed for you every single year they have not come up with a plan of how other teams can actually enter the competition they don't have the aspects of the plan yet so you want so you want you want me to agree to all of these teams that have done nothing as of yet and are not going to do anything to prove that they deserve to be in this competition to come and receive this money and then come back to their own domestic leagues and come and use that money on our players and you're telling me that that's going to benefit me. The cheek of it, yeah, is actually disgusting, fam. And another thing, that's my last point on this, yeah. Mm. It just it it just incentivizes and makes excuses for poor management of clubs. All of these clubs in bad financial situations, yeah. Obviously, COVID is, has had an impact. But Real Madrid and Barcelona should not be in this much this much amount of debt. Um, so you want to give Arsenal, you want to give Real Madrid, you want to give Barcelona, you want to give Man United more money, please go and look at their track record recently for who they've spent, been spending their money on and where their wages are going. Please tell me what, like, after seeing all of that, you're going to tell me that these clubs deserve to even get more money, that we should trust them with more money because we know that they will spend it, they will spend it better. Who's to say it? They will not even do worse. But nah, but that's me done anyway. Nah, nah, I get, I get you completely. Like, the, the way he's talking about debt and everything, it makes more sense because first of all, if 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 the topic about debt is the reason why you're making this league as well, we shouldn't be there because our finances are looking healthy. We haven't lost a single penny. Like it's crazy, and the fact that uh, it's unbelievable yeah. because I know yeah. the reason why he came up with this as well. Yeah, my man just built that stadium. It's gonna have a hotel and casino. Of course, he knows that he needs peace back because he's mad. He wants to all Mbappe in Holland, but he knows that this is the only reason why how. You could actually get those players in. But last but not least, we got open now. What do you think of him? Uh, I agree with Timmy exactly. Pretty much most of my points he, he's already said because one of the things that got to me about the Super League is the lack of competition that's going to generate. It's like, if you're guaranteed your place in a competition, who's to say you're, like, in the Premier League, for instance, the Tottenham's, the Arsenal's, how are they going to, like, fare in the Premier League now? Now that they know they're going to guarantee their place in Europe and they've got that guarantee of 350 million, how are they going to play in the Premier League? They're just going to be worse, worse than they've already been now. There's just a lack of incentive to do well. And that's what, uh, as a fan, annoyed me the most, whereby a team like Leicester, West Ham, you see how they're doing their thing this year, they wouldn't get any recognition for that. But a team like Arsenal could finish 10th and still play in European competition next year and be guaranteed minimum 350 million. It just wasn't fair. And I'm, I'm glad it collapsed because... I don't like the fact that there would have been no competition in the Premier League. The way it would have gone was that all those teams would have tried to take the Super League seriously and the Premier League would have just become redundant. Even Chelsea, it's just like, okay, initially at the start of the season, Chelsea tried to make for a title charge, but after a while, if that dwindles out, they've just got nothing to play for and that's just dead to me. So I'm glad they've done it. I'm glad that they've collapsed and I hope we just don't see it again. But yeah, yeah that, that's me done. So another, another thing that pissed me off about the Super League thing here was when they involved Arsenal and Tottenham, um, I don't know, that triggered me, man. That Super League and, like, <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal Football Club are Super League now, nah, man. Especially Tottenham as well, just, I don't know. I don't know what they were basing it off as well, like, in terms of the teams that were in it. It just didn't make sense at all. Um, it's simply based yeah. on peas because there's no reason, there's no reason why a Tottenham should be there, but a Leicester shouldn't. But I, I, don't, I, I don't get that. Leicester won the That's league cool. in 2016 and Tottenham won in like the 60s. 
1961. Like, come on, like, it's just they're just greedy. Like, it's it's greediness, and I hate the fact that, like, um, Timmy said, like, the recognition that West Ham and uh, Leicester are getting now. Uh huh. Oh, I can still talk here. Ah, right, cool. Yeah. The recognition that uh, West Ham and Leicester are getting now, you would have been, you it wouldn't be there at all, like if this Super League was there. Just, it, it's sad, but after the Super League, obviously, it carried on until Monday. That's when I saw, that's when we started seeing the news that some teams were uh, backing up. Well, we saw. We, I always had a feeling that because even on Sunday when there was always this um Super League links here. Yeah? On Sunday, they were also saying that there was always two teams. There was always two teams that um. Ah, huh? oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted there. There was always two teams that always wanted to back out, and I always had a feeling that Chelsea would be one of them. It ended up, it ended up being that Chelsea was one of the teams that actually decided to back out. Well, as a Chelsea fan, I'm proud, but I still don't ignore the fact that we actually put ourselves in this situation. Like, we already get so much stick from the media and then to actually not even think twice and end up doing what we've done, it still annoys me. And I, I only have one person in my head for the reason that they've done this. And I, I really think it's that Buck guy. Yeah, I was about to bring up his name. You see, yeah, you, but... see how, you see how um, Liverpool fans are trying to get rid of the American owners, Arsenal trying to get rid of Kroenke, um... Yeah, but he's gone. I feel like Chelsea needs to apply the same um pressure on that Bruce Buck guy. Um, because I don't know, he's American, so I'm definitely sure he's associated with them, yeah, clunky guys, FSG, or them lot. And these Americans, they've I feel like they've been put in there for time on how to, I don't know, how to like change the sport to, to make sure yeah. they're you know. Maximizing profit for that for themselves. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in, like, Chelsea fans, we've already done well in terms of, you know, um, protesting, putting pressure on the board to, you know, take us out of the, the league, Super League thing. I feel we need to go again and um, get rid of this Bree Spot guy because, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think he understands um, what the fans are like or what they want. Um, in this country, so, yeah. especially when, especially when Big Roman is not even in the country, so and everything's literally under him and uh, Marina. So yeah, it's a tight, it's a tight moment for like not only Chelsea fans but football fans in general because like the last few days, like it, it was easy. I I had no energy. Like you don't know the group chat. It's always either either Werner or this or that. That this weekend. Nah, I, I was drained. I was drained on the fact that every moment, every minute, there was news about this league. Oh, uh, it's going to be 20, league, 20 teams or whatever, whatever. Teams that shouldn't even be there. Like, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's jarring, But we've done our job now. We done our hey, just job one now. more, sorry, sorry. Just one more thing, yeah. Fuck Perez. Next Tuesday, yeah, was yeah. it Tuesday, yeah? Tuesday was working yeah. at Quartar and Perez Pack fan. You you lot were telling me, you lot were telling me that you're too overconfident. And bro, guess what? I'm even more confident now, fam. No, no, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. I've always been confident about Madrid, man. Nah, nah they, they need to catch it. They need to catch it. He's disgusting. I feel like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people, a lot of neutral watchers will be supporting Chelsea um, in that game. Because <laughs> no one likes Spurs at the moment. Oh, beautiful, man. Hazard hasn't even touched the pictures or anyway, so remind me. No, nah, I, I hope he doesn't play, man. I hope Hazard oh, doesn't, doesn't play. Nah. He doesn't need to play. Uh, you can eat burgers, isn't it? Like I said. Hey, the UEFA for president's yeah. definitely going to pay off them rest. Man. Well, I'm telling you, winning 6 0. <laughs> man, I want everything, everything that everything that cost us before the Barcelona wait, rest wait. and everything. I don't care. Even if you get even if you have to touch that final by cheating or on my, or on that guy's head, I'll do it happily. Happily. Wait, let me just say six nil. <laughs> Bro, I said six nil, fam. Not even on aggregate. That's first leg. I talk about confidence, but I don't know about that one, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that one I retracted. 6 0. I mean, well, talking about 6 0. I, I hope it happens, to... obviously. I, I, I hope it happens, but hey. It will, fam. The, 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 the powers of football are on our side. Don't worry. So I hope that's all. Talking about 6 0. Well, we're going to a game that we could have won 2 or 3 0, but ended up being just a cheeky 1 0. Played that FA Cup semi final against Man City. Great game to be honest from start to finish, but went with the lineup of hmm, Kepa made the return. To be honest, he didn't do anything bad, but Kepa went came back in goal. Backline of Rudig on the left, Thiago Silva. Oof, amazing game from him. And Aspen Luqueta on the right. Wing backs of um, Ben Chilwell and Reese James in the pivot of Ingolo Kante Jorginho as Kovacic still um, trying to come back from that injury. A front three of uh, Mesa Mount, Ziyech and Werner. Well, it was when I saw that when I saw that front three, I was thinking, hmm, it can get it can get results because we be local with that front three. But I was thinking maybe maybe we'll get to see more of you know like I'm not the biggest fan, but this player that I'm going to mention right now, Tammy Abraham, deserves a bit more. But you know we ended up winning the game, so. Jeffrey, what did you think about the game? Um, it was a great game. Like tactically, it I think it worked to perfection, really. Um, so I noticed a little thing where Mount was, you know, in possession of the ball. He was further up, closer towards um, Timo and Ziyech, but out of possession, he dropped into that midfield three and whatnot. And I feel like that gave us solidity as well. Otherwise, I think City would have passed around Jorginho and Kante, you know. As good as they are, they can't they can't track three men, do you get? It? So it, it was a great game. Um really proud of us because I wasn't really expecting us to win. I can't lie. I just thought, you know, City, City are a good side, they'll have our number. But you know, they re- rotated what eight players and that gave me a little bit of confidence going in. I wasn't sure about that front line, obviously. It was the same front line we used to beat Liverpool, but um, I wasn't totally convinced in the selection of Ziyech. However, I do understand, you know, Havertz needed a bit of a rest, so did Pulisic, and I just didn't think it would be a game that two called trust Hudson-Odoi, so fair enough. But, but, I mean, we performed really well. You know, we actually stood on the ball, and we weren't just, like, sitting back and trying to count. We were trying to play out from the back trying to build up. I thought Matt was excellent. He tormented Fernandinho. I don't think I've seen Fernandinho get run around like that in a very long time. So, yeah, just overall an impressive performance. 
Um, and on to the final one, he was facing Leicester. That's our top four Champions League plays competitor. And I think we will go in as favourites, but I feel like this is one of those games that slightly plays into their hands because you know Vardy's looking to be on the last man anyway. You know Leicester don't mind sitting back, soaking it and playing long balls over the top. And I feel like um, with them playing three at the back as well, it, it will be a difficult matchup. So it'll be interesting to see who starts in that final because, you know, Timo helped us get there, but I'm not sure if it's a game for him. VH scored the goal, but is he going to be effective in that game? We'll see. But I think, yeah, we're favourites and, you know, fingers crossed, we that's one of two trophies we end the season. Mm, I completely agree with you. I mean, like you said, Viesh, I don't know, like you said, Mason Mount, that guy, he made me laugh, to be honest. When that, when he done what he done to Fernandinho, I still believe Fernandinho should have been regarded, but he made me laugh completely because the way he skinned my man, uh, he told him to retire quickly. But we were back to offer as well. What did you think about the game? Obviously, Jeffrey quit completely. We just, it was a tactical game, but I still believe that personnel there, people like Reese James, Chilwell played well, but what do you think of all? Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with Jeffrey. Tactically, it was a really good game because that, like, I think I said on the last pod that those two guys are birds. So I expected a KG match where teams would be counseling each other out. And I feel, I think the fact that City made eight changes and the midfield personnel played into our hands. So the eight changes, like I said on the last pod, it would have like messed them up in terms of like team cohesion slightly, in terms of like how they like um just how they would play as, as a team. But then in regards to their midfield, like I felt they just it was just too easy for us with when you're playing both Fernandinho and um, Rodri, it was their midfield was quite static. So we didn't have any like we didn't have any midfield runners to really um fo- focus on. We just had to like defend what was in front of us, and that's what I think helped us out a lot. Another thing that helped us out a lot was the fact that we were, we were exploiting the left-hand side where Zhao Cancelo was. So our right-hand side, our left to their right. Because um, I was reading an article, all of our through balls were always constantly trying to pin Cancelo back because of what he does in possession and how he infiltrates the half-base. So by always trying to attack, um, by always going through his side, we sort of like limited his attacking threat going forward. And in general, what impressed me the most was how we played in possession. I thought we just exclusively counter-attacked them, but there were periods of there were periods in the game where we'd make 20, 15 passes without them touching the ball. Then there were periods in the game where we were solid, solid defensively. So it was a really good performance to see from us. And like going into that final, we should be we should be confident because having played like that against City, now we've done the same thing against Liverpool. We shouldn't fear anyone else really. So it was a really good performance all round. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So... Also, one thing I do want to say is I want to shout out Chilwell because. Thank he's you. Got, yes. He's, he's got a lot of stick from our fan base. Yes. They know who they are in it. And like people are like I'm, doing... I'm also gonna clap this as well. Thank you. Nah, Thank because you people much. people love doing this revisionism on Alonso at this left wing back thing. And you know my feelings on that guy. Let's respect Alonso. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna respect him. You know we're not gonna respect him. We're not going to respect you. Yes, we are, man. He's yeah, well, I, 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 I was about to say, I swear to you, man, likes Alonso at Liverpool. <laughs> nah, these are dumb with it. Nah. Hey, yo, Timmy, I was agreeing with Okra until you said um, that Alonso did. Nah, nah, let's respect Alonso. Nah, nah, nah we're, we're not respecting him. Man. We're not respecting him. My man's only good. They can just lose goals in your left window. Don't do that. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. Chilwell is like a permanent left back, left wing, or whatever. 
but Alonso can be useful. That's no, he point. can't. He's not anyway. shit. But <laughs> well, you just don't like the guy. Yeah, he's cheeks. Like, uh, he's cheeks. 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 If you stick him up, if you stick him up from maybe. Alonso's cheeks, man. Come this on. Bo- this bondage with mediocrity needs to stop at this football club. You don't need to heal. Mom's Get life. rid of all these bums. He's a bum. Don't tell me he's good at this left wing. <laughs> he's been here for years. Yeah. He's Whoa. survived how many managers? How? He's shit. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Jewel <laughs> played oh. brilliantly. Offensively and defensively, he was really good. Like it was it was both wing backs played well, but particularly him, like. Defensively, he stood his ground. He was he didn't really commit any fouls, and going forward, he was a threat. And I think he's start he's now starting to pick up playing that left wing back. There was a chance he messed up where he should have taken a touch, but apart from yeah. that, I thought his performance was excellent. And long may it continue because I'm tired of this bondage that you lot have with that Alonso guy. That's bondage is that. so much mid. It's disgusting. It's this bondage of mid. No, this bondage of mid. Are you not forgetting Marcus Alonso has saved us a couple I don't care. I, I don't, don't care. care. Get him out. Us. <laughs> but to be fair, <laughs> a lot of players that game, that they played really well. And it's just good to see, like, we play well in the big games, but it's the small games that seem to have given us problems. But if we could play like that against City, then we could definitely give Real Madrid a run for their money, which is what I want. Like, I was so happy that we're competitive against City. That's what pleased me the most, because the, the difference between that performance and the team that got thrashed 3-0... 3-1 that time was the start. Like we actually we actually bopped them for like a good majority of the time, which was what which was what I was happy about the most. We actually played them at their own game, not sitting back and being defensive. Like we took the game to them, and it was good to see. I love that. I love that. Being competitive at a big game is all I asked for. Iman already gave me the Zeus for Alonso respect him. So now you're speaking last. Timmy, what do you think about the game? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I um no I can't I didn't watch the game because I was at work but I saw the lineup and caught some highlights and um on the lineup I just want to say you might want a serious team on and you got it and I was saying play the kids but you were through to the <laughs> FA Cup final can't be, <laughs> can't be too mad at it but um yeah no from what from the little that I saw from the highlights on YouTube it just looked like we had a, um more like clear cut chances than they did it looked like they were just kind of the Man City struggling to create things a bit like against Arsenal last year but no I don't really have too much to say on the game but I was just happy we got the we got the win yeah we had chances Ziyech could have put the game to bed easily Um, we had chances but then again two of them were offside like the first goal that we scored when I was offside um, the last goal that we scored as well Pulley was offside but no I really believe that so yeah, no, in a game like that, it's always going to be tight chances. Yeah, we're never, yeah. Yeah, we're never going to create like a gazillion chances. Like, even though City made eight changes, they still they still had a very good defensive record this year. So it was always going to be a, a cagey match. It was just a, a question of, because of how tight those games are, it just shows the fine margins. The reason why he scored is their keeper came out and he, he was poorly positioned, so it made the pass easier for Werner to make. But apart from that, like, we did well. We, res- we restricted them to nothing, really. Apart from the best opportunity they had was, like, a Laporte header. That's the only thing I can think of. So that's what that's what we did really well. And then and we did get them on the counter a couple of times. So it's it's something that we can build up on, especially in those big games. Mm. So Iman, obviously, they already spoke about Lonzo, so I don't even want to talk about that one. We already spoke about Chilwell, but I'll speak about someone who I agree with you. And his name is Ingolo Kante. What do you think about his game? What do you think about the pivot of role in that game? When in the city match. Mm-hmm. I thought he had a decent game. Um, but out of 
out of um, him and um, Georgina. Thought Georgina was better. Um, yeah, I'll have to admit. That. Kante, Kante was Kante, but I feel like people, some people in that chat, I don't know, they've got agendas, man. They've got serious agendas. They don't, they don't watch Chelsea play ball. They watch Kante make mistakes. Thank you, thank you. Like, oh. like you get it in it, like Kante, yeah. Kante did, Kante did his best there against. I mean, could have been better, obviously, but it wasn't like it was just um, it was a calamity. Um, gave a good performance. I don't think without him in that game, I don't know. Maybe it's a stretch. I was going to say without him, we wouldn't have won. But I don't. I feel. I feel like he had a good game as usual, innit? Um, yeah. Nothing much to say about about that. Um, yeah, just people with agendas, man. It's jarring. They're trying to rub yeah. him out like he's a mm. bomb. Mm. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go on. What was um City's midfield? The midfield was it was Rodri Fernandino. Yeah, ADB, Rodri, Fernandinho. Hey, come on. Billy could have got a start. Against them too. Against Fernandinho and Rodri. The brain has started. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was saying. Started, got injured. The brain got injured. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Billy could have definitely got a start, man. Oh, you... <laughs> now, I, wouldn't even put, I wouldn't even put Billy in this game, to be honest. I would have put Billy in the game that we took. In one of the two. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely could have played against Brighton. Yeah, good time to go into that Brighton game. Like... That Brighton One game. of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but then again, that Brighton hey, game. Hey, I was that watching Brighton game. Game. <laughs> That Brighton game. Oh, I can't lie. I was watching it with my friends and these were begging me to turn it off. <laughs> I was Brighton like, no, 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 no. It'll be calm. It'll be calm. Nothing happened. Sorry, Dave, man. Nah, that game was just uh, ridiculous. Like, I, I expected after having played Porto, like, after having played Porto and City, that, like, that game would be poor in terms of like the quality. I expect the players to be tired, but it was just ridiculous. Like guys missing misplaced passes, just the slowest tempo, no real conviction. Like Havertz didn't even play against um what's it called City. I think he came off like five minutes. He looked sluggish. Um, it just wasn't good. And what annoyed me the most is that what was at stake, which is had we won, we would have got third. Like I get they were tired. Like I understand that, but I feel like good sides could sort of nick a win in that scenario and we just didn't look like creating and if anything if not for Brighton being Brighton they would have nicked it because of because of Zuma making a mistake I think twice but all in all it wasn't a good match from us at all like it was really really poor no it was first of all for me honestly lineup was wrong obviously what happened before the game or the protests and everything and even Tuchel came out and he kept trying to just focus on the football, but I could just tell that the team got that atmosphere and it got to them. Well, it's normal. At the end of the day, they're not machines. They're, they're human beings, isn't it? But after West Ham dropped points, after... Um, who else dropped points? Liverpool dropped points the day before. You know, we could have gone third yesterday and another time where we don't capitalise. Starting 11 of Kepa starting goal again. I have no agenda. Like, he didn't do anything wrong, in it? But I just don't like to see man. Well, cool. Kepa started again. My back line, Christensen on the right. I knew this was never going to work. Not because Christensen is a bad player or he played badly. It's just because that when we play a three at the back, sometimes Aspie um, uh, does that overlap with either Odoi or James. I said Odoi. I would have started Odoi in this game. He didn't start. James started again. Alonso. Alonso started on the left. A pivot of Mason Mountain. Alonso. Hey, hey, leave Alonso alone. So Alonso and 
James on the right wing back, uh, pivot of Jorginho and Mason Mount. You'd think, yeah, it could work, but it was poor. It was poor just to watch. Tempo was slow. Jorginho was by himself in the field. It was poor. And the front line of... Um, who was it again? Oh, yeah, Havis again in a nine. Me, I know a lot of fans don't like seeing the guy. I don't like seeing the guy myself. However, he's fresh. He hasn't played. I would have started Tammy. But that's I your takeaway. Huh? <laughs> wait, that's 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 what you've taken away from that night. <laughs> no, I would have said, wait, I, I wouldn't mind starting Tammy. Watch that. No, no, Rubio, you watched that match. You said this game you needed Tammy Abraham. No, no, no. I'm not saying you needed Tammy. I said the guy's fresh in it. Like at the end of the day, Chelsea's fans bondage with mediocrity needs to stop. (laughs) I need to pray on all of you guys. You gotta love it. The guy's got goals in a minute. And the fact that all right, if we keep if we keep playing Havertz and Havertz don't do much, like I'm not even gonna get onto him because at the end of the day, the whole team was crap. The whole team was just dead, especially second half when uh, I don't know what Tuchel was thinking when you put um, Reese James left back, then you put Chris in the right back. Uh, it, the, the game was just off, but everyone's getting a run up. So I would have expected him to, you know, like slap in the little tummy. Why not? He tried putting Giroud at the end. Like, what did he do? But. Well, I think Giroud was the, the right move, personally. I actually think Giroud should have started because we're getting into this game knowing we're at Stamford Bridge, we're facing Brian, you know. They're not safe yet, so, you know, they don't want to lose. They're going to take their time and whatnot. Why not play Giroud against this team that's going to sit deep and whatnot? I mean, if it's a high line, then I understand completely. Giroud should, shouldn't even be on the bench. But against a team like this, I think Jury should have started. And I think, you know, as a manager, your job is to put the team in the best position to win. At no point during those 93 minutes did Tuchel do that. Like, from... I, I think I understand... I wanted to see Hudson and Doy, and I think I understand he why. With been, Mount, yeah, with Mount in the pivot, he was maybe a bit sceptical about playing, you know, another player that's not so defensively-minded... Um, around there. So he put Reese James there to compensate for, you know, maybe Mount being a little bit more attack-minded than, you know, Kovacic who would normally play that role or Kante who would normally play that role. But I still think at the end of the day, the the back line of Zuma, Christensen and Rudiger, I think he got it wrong as well. I don't see why Kurt Zuma would be central really and truly like I'm not I'm not sure he doesn't really have the distribution that Christensen has so you know it, it just didn't make sense sometimes Christensen steps out but you know Zuma's better at stepping out especially if he was in a wider position and you know Christensen's a bit more timid and like less likely to do that so like them three were just playing in a line and the ball keeps circling from uh, Christensen to Zuma to Rudiger then back to Zuma then back to Christensen like it didn't make sense there was no progression whatsoever because of the way Brighton were playing so if you've seen that for the first 45 minutes I think Drew should have been a first sub because then is a different option like you can go a bit longer and you know you're not still trying to probe and 
you know, you're not really getting anywhere because Brighton did really well to keep it compact in the middle, force us wide, then shuffle across, force us wide, then shuffle across. But yeah, just throughout the team, there was no penetration. And I think the subs he made came a little bit late. And should have came a half Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if it was Hudson Odoi who wasn't playing well, I'm sure he would have been hooked at half time. But because I mean, maybe these other players are a bit more senior. That's not the case. I mean, Reese James should calmly slot into right centre-back after seeing that first half, I think. And then you can put Hudson Odoi right wing-back because you know what Brighton are trying to do. But in the end, I think we caught a bit of life. We were even lucky to to come away. Yeah, with, yeah, you know, yeah, because, Welbeck. yeah, Welbeck had that opportunity. Lalana had, I think, a few opportunities. So, I mean... We were quite lucky, but, you know, I think the, the Super League just kind of, it must have been in everyone's head. I mean, to, to see the fans, I mean, the players couldn't even get into Stamford Bridge on time. You get it? Like, it was, yeah. it must have been difficult and it must have been playing on their heads. And that, and like, mixed with tiredness, it just, yeah, it was a recipe for disaster, to be honest. Yeah, like, I agree with you on this, on the, um on the Odoi thing to be honest me like I was talking to my boy as well and I think and it's something that's like true if we're playing against a team that's literally just going to sit back and soak pressure I'm sorry there's no reason to play a defensive right wing but Odoi is there he's going to create no matter where he plays either on the right or on the left for me he should have started and even me for example I'll start Odoi against West Ham I don't see a reason for him not to play because we're not going to get pinned back they're just going to soak pressure. So, then again, where everyone here watched the game, some people wish they didn't watch it. There's not much to talk about, but I have a point to say that the fact that everyone was poor, I know, but Ziyech, he's just not consistent enough. And I want to like this guy so much. I like the guy. It's not even, I want to like the guy. I like the guy so much, but yesterday, again, poor. Ope, what do you think of him? Um, just like it's just it's just too inconsistent. That's what it gets to me. Like I I like that he tries stuff, but it's just like in certain moments he looks languid. You you sort of can predict what he's gonna do when he just puts it onto his left foot and crosses it in. Like there's just not enough intensity to his game. Like I like players that are intense, that are always running at their man, trying to beat their man, trying to be creative. With ZS, it just seems so, some sort of laboured. Now I'll continue on with Ophir because I think he had a little bit of an interruption. Yeah, but Ch is not he's just it's just not really my type of player. It's not really what I want from from a winger, I can't lie. Like he's not really quick. His dribbling ain't really I don't know, man. He just I just look at him and he just doesn't impress me. Like obviously early on in the season when his little trademark cross into the into the back post, back post was, yeah. was was getting us was getting us somewhere. That was nice to see, but that that's that that's a nice little like introduction to ZH, but then I was expecting to see to see more than that. I wanted to see him finding nice little through balls, which to be fair he's done at times, but it's just not often enough. Like he's just not really taking games by the scruff of the net. Even the games where he scored in, I still don't really think he's played amazingly well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't. Like even that athletic game, he wasn't fantastic either. Like a lot of people remember the goal, but in terms of like 
all his passes weren't coming off. He wasn't really tracking back. Like there's just a lot. Yeah. Even Tuchel alluded to it, like in an Ajax, you could sort of like free, there was a bit of structure, but you could sort of like freestyle. But you can see with Tuchel's approach, it's very methodical in terms of how he wants to establish that attacking patterns of play. And yes, he's always trying to try something, but in doing that, he's always so wasteful in the ball, and that can cost us in the final third. So that's where his issues lie. But I agree with Timmy, like he does things well, but it's just like there's more. There, I think that's just it for him, really. And for me, the biggest thing is that you can see why he was at. Ajax till he was 27. That's like just because of his play style. <laughs> I thought Tuchel said it in an interview a while ago. I'm if like he got to adapt to the way he plays football because in Ajax, the way um, Ziyech was to play football was like freedom. Like they gave him freedom to do what he like he wants, but on the Tuchel, he I don't know. He he um instructs his players to do specific things, and I feel like he's taken it's taken Zia's time to adapt to it. But like I said, with all these new signings, um, give them a little bit of time because Zia's just playing a system where he he hasn't really played in, yeah, in all played. his career. Yes, yeah, so he's adapting, and it might take a while, and it might work. It might not work. So we just I think we just gotta wait and see. Um, but like. Like he's been, he hasn't been performing like given top performances, but he's been getting clutch goals, which you know we'll take that any day. It's just whether he can adapt to the system and start being consistent with it. That's what we gotta wait and see. But yeah, to be yeah, fair, to, yeah, I'll, I'll give him time. To yeah, sorry, to his credit, like this is the issue that lies for me. It's like against City, he actually had a really good game, and I think was he man of the match in the game, or yeah, did they give it to, or they give it to Mount? No, no he, he played, English. yeah. He played really well in the City game because you could see the positions he was picking up. He was picking the ball in the half spaces, threading nice three balls to Werner. And he that he was doing that really well. But then you sort of come to the Brighton game where he's now attempted those three balls. They're not coming off. Any move he's trying to do, they're not coming off. Like, he's getting bullied a bit. And that's what I think a lot of fans' frustrations lie. It's like, how can you go from 10 to 0 so quickly? And now, that, yeah, yeah, go on, go on. No, Karen, Karen, that was my point. My frustrations with Ziyech is the fact that I saw this guy at Ajax multiple years where he'd cut in, he wouldn't even just look for the free ball. He'd just have a shot. No one in our team shoots outside the box. And then whenever I look at Ziyech, I think, yeah, he could be that guy, but he doesn't. He's either just a simple pass or like sometimes he risks so much, but when he should risk it, he doesn't take the risk. It's just too cagey. And the fact that we have this guy where they, they say that he's got the magic wand. And then sometimes there's no stick even. Like, it's too inconsistent, like you were saying. Sometimes 100, then it's zero. Like, even with Lampard, when Lampard was here, cool, like, I was loving it. But there was games, especially when he came when he came on against United. I know that was after his injury, but hmm, that stunk. That's just it with him. Like, it's just too inconsistent in it. But um, just to make a wider point, wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to make a wider point, I I feel like we can't. Well, in my opinion, anyway, like I don't think we're gonna get top four and the Champions League and FA Cup because I just don't think we have the we just have the we have the depth for that. That's why I, even though I was joking, yeah, I was that's why I was saying play the kids because one has to give in my opinion, and I can't lie, I think it's, it might be the Premier League. Because after West Brom, yeah, I said, like, I don't want to see any more rotation. Like, we need to keep it 
to like 13 or 14 players max. So the 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 north I say the, the the eleven that played against Palace plus um whatever other centre mid was on the bench, I think it was Kante plus Thiago Silva didn't play, and then maybe like yeah, Reese James or something. Calm. Those should be the only those should be the 14 players that I want to see from now to the end of the season. But obviously players get tired. We only have three fit centre mids. It's not realistic. So in my opinion, I actually think we're not gonna to get to a four. It's gonna be the Champions League and FA Cup or top four and FA Cup. I don't think you can do all three with the team that we have. No, yeah. I agree with you, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think I think out of the three things we're get we're gonna get two. My my heart tells me it's Champions League and then top four. Wait, an FA Cup? Oh damn, you can get all three. Actually I don't know anymore, but I, I do I do think two out of three will be I'll be happy with. Um but we'll just wait and see, innit? But I, I agree with your point about um, resting some players for, you know, Premier League, whatever. Yeah. We only have three available set. We're not even available. We only have three centre mids that he will actually play Kovacic, Kante, and Jorginho. And Jorginho, no, Kante is on, what is he? Kante is on load management. Jorginho seems to be the, the, the one that will stay fit out of the three <laughs> throughout the rest of the season. Kovacic is injured till God knows when. And then anytime Alonso comes into the team, it's, it's, it's going to be a long day. Anytime Zuma comes into the team, it's, it, it might be a long day, it might not, we might survive. And I think as long as you just have the, the issue with the centre mids, no backup left wing back, because it's not even like the first choice left wing back. I know you know we're praising him, but it's not even like he's great. And then I still have concerns about Reese James playing right wing back. And then you have Zuma coming in. You have only three fit centre mids, like, and then the people on the on the bench, your Giroud, your Tammy, your Ziyech, they're too inconsistent because even our starters, Pulisic, Havertz, um, Werner, did I say Werner on the bench? But wherever they are, they're, they're they're inconsistent as well. So I just I don't really think we have we have the depth to go for all three. So I feel like this is me dreaming in it, but I feel like it's going to be Champions League and FA Cup. I mean, we can always have the luck in because at the end of the day, that year that, all right, I can't really compare that year because that year, Drogba had a good year, Lampard had a good year, Ramirez had a good year, but so remember that luck is a thing in football, women, and we're already in one final way, so one-off game. So anything can happen in that game. Top four, you know what? I, I have faith. I have faith because I still believe that we can get points against West Ham. I really believe that we can win. But this depends on the team that we put out against West Ham because putting the Reese James instead of uh, Odoi, you're already missing that creativity because, all right, it's normal because one of them is an actual forward and another one is a defender. However, yeah, that is one. Uh, two is um, the front three. I know the front three everyone wants to see right now is I have a Spooley and a, a Ziyech, but Honestly speaking, I, I'm going, yeah, but honestly speaking, I'm going with a Mount Pulley Havertz. That, that's my front three against West Ham. And then these games are crucial because we have West Ham now and we have Fulham, which I'm not even going to talk anymore because I was thinking, you know what, West Brom and Brighton, West Brom, Brighton, Crystal Palace, nine points, we only got three. No, we only got four out of nine. So I'm just going, you know what, game by game, to be honest. But Fulham, then after, that's when, hmm. That's when we go into jail. 
because we have Arsenal. Then who do we have after? We have Arsenal, Leicester. No, we don't. Yeah, I think we have. No, we have um, Fulham. No, we have City, Fulham or Fulham City. Then we have Arsenal, uh, Leicester. So, something dumb. It is. It is hard. It looks tough. But at the end of the day, like Timmy said and Iman said as well, big games. We're not worried. It's the small games that messes up that can cost but us. So this is this, this is the yeah. problem, Rubio. Yeah. We have Jorginho, Kante, and Kovacic, and Alonso as well. So, looking ahead, when you go West Ham, Real Madrid, who's after Real Madrid? Fulham. Uh, we come back Fulham, yeah. Fulham, Real Madrid again, and, City, then, yeah, City. and then City. So, then just assuming... Then, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to stop there, innit? Because I don't know how far we're going to get with the Champions League. When would you play Jorginho, Kovacic, and Kante, and when would you play Alonso? I'm sorry. Um, oh my god. Uh, honestly speaking, for me, uh, some players there they're gonna have to play three games. Like, I'm sorry. But this is this this is where the issue this is where the issue comes from, isn't it? Like, I don't know if Kante can play three games in a row. Do you do what you do on FM in it? Give him injection. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. Well, like, yeah. I don't know. Oh. I, they have to give, inject them. I can't lie, inject them. It's the, it's the end of the season, isn't it? Like it's, it's, it's crunch time. So it has to give. Because but this yeah. is what I mean Co- about not having coverage. Now I realize how much like is actually needed. Wait, how, how really long is how long is cover out for? Two weeks apparently. This is why I said last week Gilmore should have been in, yeah. um, integrated into the team. Yeah, Gilmore. Oh, like, yeah, him and Gilmore. Two weeks, man. Gilmore's got to get a chance to like one of those Premier League games. I mean, he's got a... Jorginho can't last this long. Can't say hey, Jorginho, yeah, he, he looked tired. Broken, but... He looked tired as yeah. well, Jorginho. And Jorginho's already slow when he's not tired. So imagine. I, I do feel like the, the, we're going to see more of the Mount um, in the when in the pivot, doing? yeah, and I uh, think it, it can it, work. He looked he looked so restricted, like he couldn't do his best bits. Like he was trying to break lines with his passing, but you know how he's like really busy off the ball. He can't really do that. And when he was doing that, it just left Jorginho with an ocean of space to defend by himself. Mm. I already know that that's yeah. not his strength. So it is looking tough, man. Like Timmy is right. We should have at least maybe integrated Billy. We should have in- integrated him at some point so we can trust him because now we've got all these crunch games. We all want to play cover Jorginho, Kante, but Kante at 20-something, he's on load management. I'm scared for that boy's hamstrings, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared for that boy's hamstrings. And like, Kovacic being injured at this time is is so unnecessary, but we just have to make do. Like You're talking about Alonso, in it, So I feel like you could maybe start him in a Fulham game. Like Fulham and West, Fulham and West Ham. Honestly, if Alonso starts, so this is it, it. This is it. This is it. Yeah, I would also start Alonso against against Fulham, but we just saw what Alonso had to do against Brighton against low blocks. Yeah. So what, it's, what it's, it's just all long. What, Emerson, Emerson. Yeah, thank you. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. Like which one's that? Comes on. No, Emerson. <laughs> Emerson's gonna get tough minutes. Yeah, which one? Nothing more, man. <laughs> which one is that? He's gonna get tough minutes and nothing more, like Emerson. Emerson's not gonna play. He he's just better than Alonso. He's not hard to be better than Alonso. All right, Alonso has more goals than him. I don't care. You're a left wing back. You're not striker. Like nah, this em- shouldn't Emerson be the main thing. Alonso, this uh, guy has had what, like, three years to prove that he's better than him, and he still hasn't done it. 
No, nah, you don't. Like, come on, come on. Uh, that, that, no, that league. season from when? From wait, when was it before he broke his leg or whatever he done? Everson is so funny. That guy will be in the cross position, but Manuel will shoot. <laughs> He's so nah, sick. Nah, but hey, comes... when, when Sorry was here, when Sorry was here, don't lie, and two Rope League finals is good. Yeah, yeah, I preferred him. To, yeah. I've always preferred Everson him. Everson comes from the, streets, from the streets of Brazil, fam. This guy comes from the school of Roberto Carlos and them like there, fam. He's a shooter. He's, he's, that's what he is. Nah, he loves shooting, though, that guy. Oh, Just man, to just... um, touch on what you guys were saying, I don't mm. think we're making top four. Oh, Honestly, like I think um, we're going to be too reliant on other teams to drop points, and it feels like that's the case. Really, like I see myself every weekend. Oh, who West Ham playing today? Hmm. If they, if they oh, lose, it's so maybe annoying. we can. Like, nah, it is bad. Hmm. Who are Leicester playing today? Hmm. Who are Spurs playing today? Like, we're going to be too reliant on other teams, especially with this tough run of fixtures we've got coming up because, I mean, I don't see us getting, you know, all wins. And, okay, if, if we beat West Ham on the weekend, then, you know, we're putting it in our own hands. But I think... It's in our hands right now. The, yeah, the way, the way we're moving, I just don't trust us because, you know, we're getting to this um, Etihad facing City. Arsenal love to turn up against us. Aston Villa are good side and you know we're still facing Leicester so it's like I just don't see as well as you know um, preparing for the FA Cup final as well as the mental strain from playing the Champions League and our squad's looking pretty thin so I just think it'll be difficult I personally think and I don't want to sound pessimistic but it's the FA Cup I don't think the other two the Champions League or top four I'll are be happy with for that us, so. in it but, for me, you know, yeah. I don't want to see us we, in Europa. We would be happy with that, but would our board be happy with that? Um, not sure. we would be happy with Europa, man. No, no, we would be happy with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, 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 shoot. You're right, right, right. No, 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 no. No way we're going to be happy with that. You see the Champions League? Obviously not happy with it, yeah. But if it comes with what I've seen from Tuchel, and if it comes with an FA Cup and or Champions League, then I'm over the moon. But if it comes with an FA Cup, yeah, I'm still happy, bro, because... I I'm know, I know why we haven't got top four. We haven't got top four because of obviously the bit before two short. I don't want to speak. You don't deserve it if we but don't get top four. We it's, no, no, no. It's not even. Four, it's, it's, it's not even that. I think yeah, a lot of Tuchel's principles and a lot of the way he wants to play football is the right way and will get us a lot of points. But I just don't think he has all of the players or enough players that he needs to get us top for us to be competing for top four FA Cup and Champions League. And if that means we don't get top four then it means we don't get top four. Like, I'll live with it. I know that. I've seen enough this season for us to know that even if we're playing in on Thursday, we're still going to be a good team. Like, we're still going to be on, on, on serious on serious business next season. We need a Providing striker. that we get the business striker. done anyway. Mm, mm, we need a striker. I don't see what striker will come to us if we get up league, honestly. That's exactly it. Because everyone's talking about Haaland, Lukaku and all that. But if we're in that, if we're playing Barté, Boris and, and Wi-Fi passwords in Europe League, they're not going to want to come to us. That's it. That's just. That's what I just can't. That's why, honestly, with this Champions League game, it might sound mad, but I wasn't. I'm so happy when at this stage, but I wasn't mad if we went out to Atleti or something like that, just because I wanted these players just to have that time to get to the top four. Because now it's like you have to juggle in between now, and now it's looking like at the stage it's tough for us to get top four. And now it's just something I wanted to avoid so much because. 
look at I look at Liverpool's fixtures, and I did tell you, Timmy, that time that oh, we shouldn't get into a top four race with Liverpool because number one, it's Liverpool, and number two, they've got the easier fixtures compared to us. We've we've now dropped points against West Brom and Brighton stupidly, and it's just making the situation a lot worse than it should have been. Every like like Jeffrey said, every week I'm looking at my phone like, okay, you've got top. I have to worry about Tottenham, Liverpool, West Ham, Leicester. I'm tired. I'm just generally tired of these top four battles. I'm oh, tired. No, we, keep, we keep doing maths. We do this every year. Every, every year. fucking year, these lot do this. And I want to say they heritage. They make it hey, Super League, league anyone? Themselves. Hey, fuck off, man. Uh, fuck off, man. <laughs> I was good. No, I'm not. I wouldn't lie. I was like after the Brighton game, I was I was I was for Super League man because that game was so dead. I was thinking, nah, 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 nah. you be having that. It won't be like this Chelsea Real Madrid every time. Now the thing is, I back us. Want to play Super League like that? The thing is, yeah, I back us to make the top four. I back us to make the top four because I've seen us play well on the two. But what I'm just annoyed about is that every year these bastards of players just keep getting themselves drawn into these top four battles, and it's pathetic and it's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because eventually you will get caught out. We should have been cleared time ago. Yeah, we should have been cleared time ago, but just when when it's but time I, to capitalize, yeah. Capitalize. I don't I don't put any blame on um on Tuchel at all. Like it's unfortunate we dropped those games. My blame lies on that on proper Chelsea legend in it. That's not my legend, but that one fifty guy. My name yeah, lies on him. Come on, that's all right. That's just not a legend fam. anymore. That's just a legend. Come on, around Stanford, Stanford, right, Bruce, taking pictures of okay, fans, okay. bro. Okay, take that back, man. I love the guy. I love the guy. I love the guy. Fuck that guy, fam. Hey, because I'm asking. Take that back, man. He's a legend. He's a legend. What's Lampard? No, he's a legend, but it's not mine. Outside Stamford Bridge, though. Protesting, isn't he? He's a fan. He was not protesting. Oh, man, no. Hey, Ope, you can't say he's not your legend. What are you doing? Nah, he's your legend. See me, man. He's pissed me off, man. Frank Lampard is not your legend. Nah, he is, man. Drogba's my legend. Can Drogba not be my legend? Hey, you need to relax. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh, I, on, on this top four thing, yeah, I feel like if we beat West Ham, what, what, a Sunday? Saturday, Saturday. Sunday, whatever. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Sunday, whatever, yeah, whatever. If we beat them, I think, yeah, that's top four done for me. Like, we're, we're going to make it. I don't see us not making it. However, if we draw <laughs> or lose... Yeah, yeah, it's a must win. Liverpool are chasing us, you know. It's, yeah, that's the thing. It's Liverpool and Tottenham. I love Liverpool. I love Liverpool. Tottenham. Tottenham. Ryan Mason, yeah. Nah, Tottenham. Good. Tottenham ain't, 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 ain't Nah, for me, the, I don't fear West Ham in it. I don't even care for them, but it's just annoying. Nah, last season, yeah. PTSD, bro. It's still here, like, it's annoying. Like, it's being... Um, let's go, like, a bogey team for us. Nah, I'm, I'm confident against West Ham because they're missing Rice, they're missing Antonio, they're, they're, they're missing players. I'm quite... Yeah, Lingard's yeah, been doing yeah. a badness, bro. Let's not, let's not downplay that. Lingard... No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Downloading, playing, I'm not downplaying anyone. I'm confident because at the end of the day, I'm Chelsea. Like, we should be. If we can't beat West Ham, then we just don't deserve. Top I'm four. so it's sorry. I'm so sorry. What you just said, I'm, I'm confident because we're Chelsea. <laughs> no, 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 come on. I don't think West Brom, Brighton, yeah, Chelsea. Cool, cool, cool. But hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Them. It's West Ham. I'm not disrespecting West Ham because they they beat us twice last year. Yeah, yeah? it was West but Brom. But at the end of the day, you're Chelsea Football Club. If we're at this point of the season and you don't beat West Ham, you don't deserve top four. That's my that's hey, my view. I hate I hate time last season, man. Remember that was it three three no or three two last season? Ah, but the ball, 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 the
you know, fingers crossed in it. I still think our issue is that if we let Leicester get clear, we, you know, Leicester are four points clear now. Mm-hmm. We're all fighting for one spot. If it was two spots, then yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm feeling confident that, you know, we can catch up to either Leicester or West Ham. Now it's like we're in that battle with Leicester, um, West Ham and Leicester have got a four-point cushion on us. So even if, you know, we beat them when they come to face us, we have to hope that they still drop points because the way Liverpool are moving, I think they're good now. I think I think Liverpool will make it personally. It's more about us dragging Leicester back into the race and competing. That was always going to be the, yeah, that was always going to yeah. be it. Because it's all, like, like everyone, make, yeah, everyone makes fun of Liverpool, but like it's still Liverpool. They've still got the players exactly. that can drag them across exactly. the line. They can trust that Salah is going to score in it. In our club, I don't think you guys can lie and say there's one player you trust is going to drag us out of a hole in any given game. Like, it's mm-hmm. random. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mount will score. Money Mace, Money Mace. Exactly. Right. But apart from him, maybe Ziyech has randomly been scoring. Havertz has got, what, two Premier League goals this season? Like, it's, it's difficult not to, to score anyone. Oh boy, uh, hey, yeah. we're actually on that point. Let's move on. You're naming you you were naming a two-time Golden Boot winner, Mo Salah, and you said who, <laughs> who do we have? And we all said yeah, exactly. Out. But that's that's why Liverpool. <laughs> that's why Liverpool I don't think Liverpool make it. it. I don't think Liverpool make it. I don't think. I just think because their fi- their fixtures their fixtures are just a lot easier than ours, isn't it? So like yeah, that's it. Like like thinking People, logically, you're just like they can collect these points. Yeah, go on. easy fixtures, but I'll be real with you. What what is an easy fixture in this league? Because you see yeah, upsets every week. Do you know what easy fixture so isn't, fam? Our fixture list, bro. Have you seen, fam? It's not Liverpool, easy. It's just Liverpool, why we're we dropping points. Why we're dropping points to why we're dropping points to to Man City to potentially Arsenal, Leicester, West Ham, Aston Villa. These lot are playing fucking pub sides on the beach, fam. Exactly. It's at teams that don't care. <laughs> you know, we need to start this uh, this attached ourselves with this four, top four thing, yeah. Because I'm telling you, I'm even mist optimistic, yeah. Normally, but yeah, it ain't happening, man. Well, you don't think we're getting top four? I'm. T- I don't. I don't think so. We ain't got the depth. We ain't got the quality of players to in, to, to to do it, in my opinion. Let me don't say what Liverpool serious, has. Don't have a serious hitter. Well, let me. Oh, wait, you, you lot don't remember this. You keep saying Liverpool got pub teams here. Liverpool got United away next week. United aren't playing for anything. Yeah, playing for Doctor Who. I think they can do it. Honestly speaking, I think we can do it. Because Liverpool is going to drop points to... I think Liverpool can drop points to like Southampton at home, or West Brom away, another part of the bus. Whenever teams top part of the bus against Liverpool, you know it goes down. So I have confidence in it. So we didn't truly to end the, the pod... Talk about some players and the two-hole effect that we had on some players hitting hitting back form. So a topic that was suggested to talk about players like Rudiger, Christensen, Jorginho coming back to form and the two-hole. But obviously, my view is still the same view as it was when we appointed a different manager. These players, they play well for two, three months. But for me, in my opinion, across the end of the, the whole across the whole season, I don't see Christensen beating it in the back four. I'm the I, 
I'm not a Jorginho fan. I respect him. He's a decent, he's a good player. Not decent, he's a good player. But a whole season, I don't know. Rudiger, Rudiger is winning. Rudiger is winning me over on a sly, but I still know this guy's abilities. No, I still, want this, I still know what this guy lacks. Especially, we just spoke about West Ham. See what this guy lacks still. So that's a bit off. So those are my views. Timmy, what do you think? All these players on this. Is there a remontada or you still believe that some of them should be gone? Well, oh, by the way, them. you know my views on Alonso. Alonso should fuck off in it, but some will disagree, but all right. No. Some of them I agree with you. Some, some of them I disagree with you. Yeah, I think I can't lie, I'm a Jorginho stand now. I think this guy yeah. is actually gonna be important to, to everything that we do. That's good going forward. I think he's really, really important to the team. And I think he's he's actually getting better every time I see him in a Chelsea shirt. Um, who else is there? Rudiger, Rudiger hurt me, man. Like, if you knew me three years ago, uh, just because he was black, had waves, I was, I was standing this guy. Like, I was like, yeah, hustle, yeah, yeah, that's my centre back, best centre back in the world. Like, I, I didn't actually believe it, but I was just guessing. And that mm. guy actually hurt me last year, so I'm still healing, but, but it's, we're, 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 it's all right, man. It's all right. I'm getting over it. I'm getting over what he did to me. Fam. Um, Christensen. Christians is my guy. I have a lot of stocks in, in, in AC, but my only issue shameless, is shameless he guy. misses. Shameless indeed. He misses a lot. <laughs> he misses See, a you're lot so of, shameless. <laughs> he misses a lot of games, bro. So calling you out. Nah, night before I played computer, I was calling this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you might remember, but literally before the first leg, I'll say, I'll say, Christian is a hooker. Hey, my guy, my god, hey, too shameless, man. Hey, and then the last two, I would just group together in it. Alonso and Kepa, I don't have any time for them, man. So um, someone else take the floor. All right, I'll go. Um, go on. Wait, what, what are the players again? Um, uh, Kepa, Alonso. Kepa, Kepa. I'll start with Kepa. Kepa, I've always got time for. I, I just thought with Kepa, it was a... Um, why he's kissing the teeth, man? <laughs> hey, E-man, you like, E-man, you like, you like cheeks, innit? I know, no. I was like... With Kepa, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew Kepa was a, was a um, confidence thing, innit? And I, I, I agreed with him needing to be out of the team you know get a new goalkeeper in and then ease Kepper Kepper in I, I do think Kepper is you know he's going to be the number one eventually and he's going to be starting games he's got to ease him back in and the games yeah, that he's it's not 420 like, anymore you know so you think Kepper's going to be you think you think Kepper's going to yes. be our number one again bro you, you, you do realise he signed a seven year contract yeah, yeah the, seven year contract the board the involved in trying to make sure Kepa plays, so I've already accepted it. So you lot better accept it as well. Yeah, the cup games that he's been playing, he's looked good. You can't ever deny it. He looked good. He's barely conceded as well. So that's credit to him. Um, Rudiger, stop laughing. Take me serious. Bro. I mean, I'm being dead serious about Kepa. Man. He will come. He's already come good. Just needs a run of games. Wait, um, already come Rudiger. good. <laughs> Yeah, the bar, the bar is in hell. The bar hey, is absolutely. Bro, he's turned. Aye, aye, he's turned it around, man. Just, 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 just accept it. He's turned it around. I'm moving on. Leave me alone. Um, Rudiger, 
Rudy was never a bad defender, in my opinion. Like, like when you look at Rudy Christensen, like our entire defense, they're not bad defenders. It's just Lampard <laughs> was just a bad coach. They didn't know how to defend. So I'm not surprised that everyone was not seeing oh, Rudy goes good because Rudy goes always good. Um, so with me, my my stance hasn't changed with Rudy because I've always rated him. It's just he needed like a I don't know someone that knew how to coach the defense and with Tuchel he's got that Christensen as well. Christensen I've rated for years. Um, I, I I've been calling him uh, Maldini recently. So I mean I, I've always rated Christensen as well. Um, However, you know, people people do say yeah, um, the free out of the back thing is making him look good. I, I, some of it's not his fault that the coach is choosing that free out of the back system and he's shining, isn't it? Like, if the coach wants to play free out of the back, then we'll wait and see how how, how um, he does in that. But at the moment, you know, he's, he's playing good and hope that continues. Alonso, hmm. Alonso, hmm. um, I said I said a couple of weeks ago he's the best left wing back in the world, and I won't I won't lie maybe I, <laughs> maybe maybe I was high that day. Hey man, hey man, yeah, maybe, hey man, maybe, can I, I say something? Hey man, people like you, what's wrong with this fan base? <laughs> just hype mid. Hey, deep it, deep it, deep it, deep it. This guy, 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 I don't stand hey, with you, you, you were about to say anymore. You were about to say anymore. So you did stand with him. Hey, Timmy. <laughs> the only player. <laughs> the only, you're making me shut up, man. Hey, Jim, man. You're on the surveillance, player. fam. You're on the surveillance. The only player I stand in this club. Hey, leave is weed alone. Leave weed alone. The only player I stand is Mount. It's because you lot were turning on Mount that day. And that day, you, t- you lot turned me to a Mount stand. So the only player I stand in this club is Mount. Um, moving on. Yeah, Alonso. Alonso, at best, is a backup. Uh, left back and he does a good job there um, left back or left wing back oh so Ch- no alright okay, I'm telling you Chua <laughs> is number one are you, are you happy now Chua yeah. is number one but Alonso hey, is see, a good backup no you see, you see those you see those times when we were linked with uh, Peter Crouch and Ashley Barnes and that yeah, I wasn't back if, if Eman was, if Eman was at the club stop. if Eman was at the club stop, side, stop. stop. <laughs> you know the way you went um J5 J5 I've always said J5 was um one of the best deep-lying playmakers in the Premier League. People just don't rate him because he gets bullied on the ball. But apart from that, well, he does on the ball, but he sees how he controls the game. It's very underrated. Even like the Man City game, he didn't get spoken about enough. Like His good performances go on the radar, which is kind of annoying because like, people that know Jorginho, they know he's a baller, isn't it? And I'm just happy people are not recognising it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all the plays, I guess. Uh, go on, Jeffrey. Wait, <clears throat> before I start, I just want 10 seconds of silence because we need to pray for E-Man. He's not okay. Thank you. I've had it now. Uh, wait, wait, okay. Okay. Uh, Jeff, what did I say wrong? Everything, I just zoned out. I thought I was on weed too, like you. So I just, yeah, too much. What's going on with you? Like, last few days, everyone's saying I'm high. Yeah, you must be going on. But um, cool. Let me start with Rudiger. I rate him. I think <clears throat> you know, being under Lampard last season, it didn't exactly make anyone look great in a defensive light. But I think there's a player in there, and uh, he seems like a coachable player. 
And I think in a back two, you know, playing as a centre-back rather than playing, um, you know, in this back three, he can shine. He'll, he will be OK, I think. Um, you know, I've been pretty impressed and, yeah, I've got, got a little bit of trust in him. So, you know, if we do change formation next season, I will expect to see him start if we, you know, don't go out and spend £60 million on whoever. Um, Christensen. I think there are like specialist players where in a certain formation they look beautiful and in other formations it's not really suitable for them and Christensen is one of them. I think in a back three, you know, as the central figure in the middle, he's, he's excellent. His distribution of the ball, his reading of the game, him being able to step out of defence, him being able to drop a bit deep and get the ball off the keeper. Like it looks good, but in a back, like in a back four where you know it's just him and another centre back, I don't think he's seen enough. I mean, at Mönchengladbach, he was in a back three and he looked great for eighteen months. Conte came and he was in a back three and he looked good. Now Tuchel's in back three, he looks good, but all them periods in between where maybe he wasn't a back three, so you know under Sari under Lampard, he didn't look so great. And again, these aren't the most, you know, defensive-minded managers, but I think there are some players that will step up and at least, you know, show that I, I can defend in this situation. I won't get bullied. I can be trusted with him. I don't think he's one of them, but I still do like him. And I think he has a bit of time. Um, you know, not every centre-back is, like, mad physical. I mean, Thiago Silva's, like six foot, something like that, you know, and he's not exactly bodying everyone off the ball like Zuma does, but it's up to Christensen to adapt because he's in the Premier League, he's not in the league where it's not as physical, so, I mean, hopefully we see that, but I'm not sure, out of the back three, I'm not sure about him. Alonso, the left is the better, I'm just going to move straight on, there's nothing to say about that guy. <laughs> he's not a Chelsea yes, starter. Yes, yes. We need to we need to stop this. Like, like I don't understand. Like he's just not a Chelsea Chelsea star. He's not a player that can propel Chelsea to any sort of great. Do so, teams not need backups though? Yeah, yeah. and I don't even think he's a great backup. So we'll just oh, leave wow. that. he can go back to Bolton. That's fine. Kepa, wow. you know he's he's been keeping quite a few clean sheets. I'm happy for him. I still think he needs to move away whether it's a loan to regain his confidence fully and to be playing week in, week out and to be, you know, <clears throat> in these high-pressure situations, then fair enough. Because, you know, what happens when, you know, he's not, his confidence isn't knocked, but he doesn't have the greatest confidence. Like, he's just in that sort of middle period. What's going to happen to him then? So I think a loan now or a move away is best for him. I feel like if Donnarumma was, available we'd get him I feel like Kepa hasn't proven that he's better than Mendy either so you know um, you know I like him he's I feel sorry for him really you can tell his confidence was gone basically like Timo this season confidence was gone but you know sometimes you just have to cut your losses and pack your bags and move away and as for Jorginho I've been impressed I've been wondering where this guy was under Lampard and again I'm not sure if it was a confidence thing where Tuchel's been like, you know what, I want you to shine, but 
all these little swivels and turns I'm seeing Jorginho doing and it's like coming off and it's looking great and he's progressing the ball and he's he's just working hard for the team it's like he he's a different player to what he was under Lampard and I'm I'm really happy for him I think he will be pivotal moving forward you know um especially when we've got 60% possession because I don't really expect Kante to, to, you know, slice the team in half. I don't expect Kante to break lines like that. But Jorginho and Kovacic, that is a great partnership. You can tell by the way they always interchange and do one-twos with each other, even in unnecessary situations. Like they just have the utmost of trust for each other. So, you know, I'm not sure about the remontada where mm-hmm. in terms of these players because we're, we, we've seen previously that, you know, a few of them have been good and they're just regaining form, refining their confidence. But yeah, I feel like Kepa is the one that is going to need to go and, you know, start his career elsewhere, make his name elsewhere. Right. And Alonso. Alonso. Quick yeah, question, Alonso. quick question. Find yeah. him to, send him to Inter Milan. Wait, so, wait, let, let, let me ask all of you, would you like to sell J5? Nah, no, not right now. Nah. If he nah, wants to, right. if he wants to leave, I would. The way oh, his wow. agents talking. Nah, if he if he nah. wants to go, I, I'll I'll just sell him. I wouldn't. Yeah, the, I wouldn't die. But you, but you, but you wouldn't sell him. But unless he wants to actually leave. Oh yeah, himself. Yeah. All right. All right. What about Kepa? Kepa, oh, you can go tomorrow. But yeah, Kepa. <laughs> if, if we get, if we so get, we're selling Kepa. I would fee, sell Kepa for two if pounds. We get a good uh, fee. Kepa's gone, man. I think we all know this as well. Nah, you're all the only reason Kepa wow. didn't go wow. this season is because no one's going to buy him. Like, wow, mm. what are you going to pay for him? I mean, wow. Arena didn't want to take that loss in it. I hope, I hope he does stay. You know what Kepa's market <laughs> is, fam? You actually, nah, like, Kepa's market is, is, is on serious clubs. Because on serious clubs, if you look at, if, 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 if you look at his, his catalogue of errors, yeah, no serious <laughs> club should be touching that yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. No chance. He's 25 or something, man. Stronger this season. And that one, I'm sorry. I'm not even even going to say Lampard. He's turned around, man. He's doing that with Sari. So. Exactly. His underlying underlying numbers on the side weren't great either. You will forget that. Confidence is a big thing thing with um, goalkeepers. And he was lacking it. And he seems to get it back. True, I mean, he's looked okay. Like, I think one of the things that Tuchel's done well. And no one hardly shoots against us. But that's what I was going to say. Try, that's what Tuchel's we, done well. Once we get a game where one shot is coming, I'm not confident in that guy. Oh, God forbid. Um, he's a prick, fam. He always looks confident anyway. Dickhead. <laughs> hey, sell him. Sell him. Get him I, out I'm, of my sight. I'm, I'm guessing Rudiger and Chris, Chris and you lot would keep in it. Uh, yeah, 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 it depends yeah, yeah. who's available in some. Yeah. Man. I can't it depends. Lie. But if there's I a centre-back yeah. to sell, I think it'll be Zuma. Yeah, I think. Ah, no, not my boy, man. Now nah, I like Zuma, uh, but I feel like I think Tuchel's selling like his book, like in this back three as well. You can already see he's not the greatest on the ball. Yeah, not at all. And you've also got to, like he's got lapses in defense. You've got, like, you've got you've got to have the right balance, in my opinion. I said it in the last pod. I was on. You got to have a maybe if you're playing a four at the back, you got to have one that can that's confident on the ball. You got to have the one that can do all the, you know. What does Zuma do against Brian? I swear he did something stupid against Brian. Yeah, he got yeah, dispossession. He, yeah. yeah. he was fucking yeah, around the possession. 
I like Zero, but I was I like Zero, I'm not going to ask about, I'm not going to ask about Alonso because everyone here hates him. And it should be that now. Only nah, there's, there's a, when I control a couple, Chelsea, yeah, I sell Alonso straight away. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 I know what you mean. I do that with Ross Barkley straight away, man. Oh, Transfer that list. guy shouldn't return. Yeah, him and Ruben. Ruben and he Ruben, just take it. Him and Ruben are gone, man. Yeah. 100%. Hey, sorry, sorry, guys. I, I just wanted to bring this up. Just, just the, uh, the last thing in it. But um, yeah. the way those fans harass Peter check. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get on my side, you traitor! You're a fucking traitor! <laughs> I was sad to see him. Nah, he was just, you were just there that. saying, "Give us time, give us time." The thing is, Chelsea fans are such wrongs. Those proper Chelsea fans, they actually give oh. them a bad name, man. I was just what looking at them. It was like, how do you wake up in the morning? And I just like, you just go nah. there and create havoc like that. <laughs> nah, did you not see the thing I said? Yeah, yeah I said it in the group chat, bro. I don't, I fully said it. There was this guy here yeah, when they were singing that Ziggy Zaga, Ziggy Zaga thing, yeah. The guy had a full on beer, belly. I just looked, I was like, nah, me as a black man, I know I won't be accepted in there. I'm fit. Doing what they're doing. Um, Peter, check you though. Know. <laughs> oh. Nah, shout, out Sa- shout out Sam. Sam actually went when protesters, so yeah, shout out to him. Oh, he's, he's part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, God. Oh, God. So before we just end it, we go into the prediction of the score that we have against West Ham. So, Jeffrey, you're the one who said that you don't think. You're not too confident on top four, but I want to hear your point on this. So, quick so against West Ham, what do you think will be? I'm hoping it's a 2-1 in it, but my heart's telling me 1-1. But yeah, I'm going to go with 2-1. I think we'll win, hopefully. You know, fingers crossed. The club keeps drawing me back in, even when I don't have faith. Something just says like, oh, just, just back it, just back it. And I do it stupidly. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Chelsea. Mm, it's like your, it's like an X to me. I get it. Um, <laughs> Opie, what do you think? Toxic joy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we can win because they're depleted, isn't it? Like they're on the last legs. So I'd hopefully say I'll go Jeffrey two one because I think we're going to give him a stupid goal. But we should we should hopefully win that game. Hey Amen. Um, similar to Jeffrey in it, but I don't know. I'll, I'll go one 0 Gonna be gonna be like a slightly dead game, I think, and then Chica one 0 We'll take that. Jimmy, um, I'm going two one. I'm saying we score two goals and then we give away one goal to make it a little bit interesting at the end. Well, I'm well, I'm different then because well, but I think it's gonna be a three one. I think it's gonna be a similar game for Crystal Palace. However, there's gonna be better quality on West Ham, but. I just hope if he starts with Doi, I'm more than confident. I'll give a free one chosen. So, yeah, this is the end of this podcast. Funny podcast after, well, devastating week, but got better after. But thank you for joining me. Thank you for, to, to, uh, for listening to us one more time. Be back again next week, hopefully, after a win against West Ham. And hopefully a, a win against Real Madrid. You can find us at, on, on Twitter, trying to grow even more. So, Find that out on 
RB underscore CFC. We're here again, Ruby Lewis. So, see you guys next week. Peace.